Hello and welcome to Nested Folders, a productivity podcast uh, of varying degrees of productivity, but productivity is that goal. I am Scotty Jackson, joined as always by Rosemary Orchard. Rosemary Orchard, how are you? I am actually feeling 100% today, Scotty, but you know, I've, I've had Ooh. a little bit uh, a while ago where I wasn't feeling so great. I had a little bit of a virus and seeing a bit under the weather, so I'm glad to be back in full productivity mode, ready to chat with you. Fighting form. Love it. Um, if you are also in fighting form, that is awesome. And if you're new here, that's great too. Uh, welcome. It's lovely to have you. We are Nested Folders. You can find the entire podcast at nestedfolderspodcast.com, including our entire back catalog of all the great shows. Um, if you're so inclined and like what you hear, we would love it if you would support us at nestedfolderspodcast.com slash unnested where you can get a bonus episode every month and access to our Ask Me Anything board, where we take up listener uh, challenges, questions, and so on. Uh, That might be the topic of an episode uh, just for you. Uh, If you're so inclined, uh, we love your support. Uh, What I wanted to chat about today, Rose, was um, productivity when we're not feeling super productive. Um, Now, I don't want to get into that like, toxic mindset of you must always be productive and rise and grind. If you're not done by 7am, you're too late. I I don't mean anything like that. But what I did want to think about was because productivity matters to me. And I imagine to those who are listening to this show, I, um, I don't feel great if I'm not feeling productive. I like to create things. I like to realize outcomes. I like to achieve things. And so I wanted to talk about how we go about doing that when we might not be at a hundred percent as you are now, or when just, just not, maybe not even for like health reason, maybe for mental health reasons, maybe for overwhelm reasons, maybe for distractibility, we're not feeling super productive. How do you feel okay about that? Or how do you feel productive or how do you fake it? Or how do you perform it? All of those various different elements uh, of, of productivity so that you can, navigate those lesser times. Yeah, and I think it's it's one of those things. Sometimes the the most productive thing that you can do is to not be productive because otherwise you're going to force yourself to burn out, right? If you if you keep trying mm-hmm. to, you know, keep going when there's no fuel in the tank. Um us humans are more like diesel than we are petrol or standard gas for the Americans. You know, diesel needs mm-hmm. to have fuel in the engine to keep running. And once the engine's dry and there's nothing there, you've got a big problem. You need a mechanic. Well, that's what happens when we burn out, right? And so sometimes you need to have one of those days where you perform productively to all appearances. And you know you're not up to 100% and you're struggling a bit with things, but you still got stuff done. You've just maybe not done the same things that you would do on a normal 100% productive day. And it might be because, you know, you're just really tired. You didn't sleep well last night. There was mm-hmm. a car alarm going off. Mm-hmm. Or maybe there's been like a thousand things going on and you're feeling really stressed and overwhelmed. Maybe you're just coming down with something and you're not ill yet. So you don't really feel comfortable like n- taking like the day off, um, especially if you have a limited amount of sick leave. My sympathies, um, you know, but you, you, you can't just take the day off if you're not yet actually ill. Um, and, you know, sometimes you just need to be able to show up and do things so that you can be around to answer questions and so on, but not necessarily do everything that you would usually do because it's going to force you to burn out. That's going to use up all the remaining fuel in your tank and you can't yet refuel. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, and, and at the risk of being like 
life hacky about this because that's also not what I, what I want this conversation to be. But one of my one of the things that I tend to lean on in these cases is email, which I which I most of the time hate. Um, but I have found that um, I feel productive and I feel like I can appear productive if I'm generating a bunch of artifacts and email is artifacts. So, yay. Specifically, though, I like asking questions. So if there are things going on in projects where I need clarification um, and I don't have to do the thinking part, I just have to do the write the email to ask the question part, generating as many of those as I can. Um, obviously, that's going to create a bow wave of inputs for me to come back to later. So I have to be mindful of that. But it gives that feeling to me of moving things forward. It gives the feeling to the outside world of, hey, look, Scotty's like doing stuff, um, even though it's it's fairly low, low jeopardy. Um, the other the other use case for this is maybe I've produced something and I just need some feedback about it or it needs some more polish or some more shine. Putting it out there for feedback um, is another great way of um, advertising, hey, look, I am doing things and I'm engaging you and seeking feedback and that sort of thing, uh, again, while being minimal effort and so on. So those are a couple of ways that I like to um, both feel productive for myself as well as, you know, advertise things that I've got going on, uh, even when I'm not, uh, when I'm not feeling, you know, that's more of like a 50% thing than an 80% uh, yeah. all the same. Yes. And I think it, it's one of those things, right? Like, what are you up to doing? Because I mean, it, it really depends because some of this, of course, for me, uh, having ADHD is a case of what is appealing to my brain right now, because my brain sometimes mm. will pick very useful things to to consider to be important and sometimes some really not so useful things. But if I'm not feeling 100%, then I will often uh, let my brain have more freedom. You know, like I'm, I'm usually very good at, you know, it doesn't matter what thing is cool and shiny right now. I'm acknowledging that it exists and it's cool and shiny and I'm going to circle back to it. But right now I need to be doing, you know, the big thing. Sometimes, you know, I I will just let my brain have that free reign and I'll do things like set up my email rules and tweak those or reorganize my task list to have a different um, setup uh, at work. Mm -hmm. Or I'll create templates for things like checklists uh, for, hey, when I've done this or, you know, before I go and do that thing, I should, you know, do, do all this stuff, ideally, some of the reusable ones. But I, I tend to think of this as a uh, don't eat the frog day, eat the flies. You know, what what are the little things I can pick up? <laughs> like, you know, the refilling the stapler anecdote, uh, like idea from from David Allen um, in getting things done. You know, like, what are the things that I can do that are, you know, on that sort of level? where it doesn't require the usual cognitive processes in my brain that are clearly not firing right now to actually engage, um, like where I can do the other things. And sometimes I will end up just sitting there and doing review. You know, I will take the opportunity and I will go back and I'll look and I'll be like, you know what, it's only been two months since my last quarterly review. That's eh, fine. Good enough. Do it again mm. now. Uh, because let's face it, if I do five quarterly reviews in a year or six of them, I'm I'm reviewing. That's the important part. Um, or sometimes I will end up skipping um an extra month, um, and instead you know doing it you know after four months instead of three or five months because you know I've not not had the time, and I'd prefer to do it more frequently. But I will end up doing 
you know, things like that where I can go through and look at, you know, everything I've done. And a chunk of that involves preparing for the review process, Scotty, which, as you said, like things like email and so on and following up on stuff can be really useful. Um, and the other thing that I can do as part of that is I can pre-plan. You know, if I'm not feeling 100% today, you know, like maybe I'm starting to feel a little bit under the weather. And there's a fairly good chance I'm going to be feeling like this or slightly worse tomorrow, but maybe not bad enough that I shouldn't be working. But tomorrow, I'm, you know, if I am, you know, doing, you know, all the things, I'm going to need to look productive. So I pre-plan for tomorrow and I'll schedule stuff. Like I'll draft emails and things like that to send out to people. And then I can leave it, which gives me the opportunity to review it again in the morning because I'm not firing 100% right now. So having an extra review in there definitely pays off. Um, giving me an opportunity to come back and look at it again and go, ooh, well, you missed a thing here. Whoopsie. Or, yeah, that looks great. Mm. Um, and then, you know, I can send it out afterwards. Uh, I do, to be very clear, not schedule these to send 100% automatically because if it turns out that I wake up tomorrow and I've got flu and I'm not working and then people start getting emails from me, they're going to be very <laughs> confused when I've when I've sent in a message saying, really not well today, guys. See you, see you tomorrow. Um, or next mm -hmm. week or whatever it is. So I don't schedule them to send, but I will like plan them out because also that way, you know, if I am, you know, say for example, if I'm ill, um, then, um, you know, when I come back, I can ease myself back in, you know, we're getting into the shallow end of the pool and wading down to the deep end. We're not just throwing ourselves off the 20 feet diving board. Oh, oh my goodness. No. Yeah. That, that's really good. I, and I don't know if this is like my own personal hang up or if this is real or not, but I do the scheduled email thing as well, but I'll never schedule anything for 9am. It's always 9.03 or something. I, I, I want it to look organic. And I don't know if that, if anyone really cares or notices, but I don't know. Your mileage may vary. I like what you said as well about templates and, and refreshing those and checklists and that sort of thing. I think for me, when I'm not feeling super productive, it's usually because of one of two things. Number one is no matter how much I have written down, I don't really know what to do next. I, 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 I feel like I've maybe defined my work but I haven't, I'm lying to myself. And so that, 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 that clogs up the whole machine. And the other is that there is just plain too much stuff. And for both of these, I feel like sometimes a clean, like fresh, not like a fresh start, like, like nuke and pave my system or anything like that. Although we've done a show on that in the past, but, um, but just for this moment, give me a clean notebook, give me a fresh set of index cards. L let me just write down what are the things on my mind right now? What, why, why do I feel not productive? What is clogging up the the machine? What are the things that are weighing on me that I know I should kind of be productive about and how specific can I get? Because I found that sometimes, you know, I go to my lists or I go to my journals or I go to my notebooks or I go to my projects or organization systems and there's just too much content. I haven't cleaned it up well enough. Mm -hmm. and in those cases, I, I have a hard time being productive because in, in, I'm just in turmoil about like doing the wrong thing. So of course my, <laughs> so of course my flawed human response is to do nothing <laughs> instead of instead of just pick one and go. Um, so I think I think that that is a, a valuable thing is to give myself a clean space to think and work. Maybe sometimes that means a mind map, like I said, or, or index cards, or maybe I bust out a new bullet journal. I mean, you know, you know, I hit a block when my bullet journal is only about three quarters of the way full, um, but I stopped using it. Um, 
I think I think that those are all very valid ways of sort of kickstarting things and feeling productive for myself mm-hmm. because I am thinking about my work. So even if I'm not outwardly doing it, I am really considering it and I'm also considering what are the elements that are making me not productive right now and how do I specifically, you know, identify and describe and move with them. Yes. And I I think that's the thing, isn't it? You know, like why? The why behind this is really important. Maybe you're not feeling 100% today because guess what? You're going on holiday tomorrow. And you, you get to take a vacation, you're going to go and you're going to do some awesome stuff. Um, and you're just really excited by that. And you've kind of wrapped everything up. So there's not a huge amount to be doing necessarily right now, but you you still need to be there, right? Because you're not on vacation yet. Otherwise, you'd have taken a vacation day. Um, so, you know, it, it is kind of uh, important to, to have that that mental context. Um, and sometimes, you know, I, I find that maybe I'm just not feeling great right now. Um, and one of the things that I can, I will do when I'm not feeling great, if I wake up in the morning, I'm not feeling great, then I'll, I will allow myself to go back to bed and, and snooze for a bit. I have built my morning uh, schedule in a way that allows me, mm. ideally I get up and I do the things and everything just kind of flows and it's all set up right and so on. But there is a cushion in my morning and that cushion is there. And it should not be used for unless there is a, a good reason for it. And the definition of good reason varies and I allow it to flex depending on, you know, needs and so on. But that cushion can be used for sleeping in a bit. Or depending on how I'm feeling, I may be like, I'm feeling all right now, but then I can use it to take a bit of a longer lunch because I could just be like, you know what, I'm not feeling great. I'm just going to get up and start and see how it goes. Um, but what I will do whenever I'm not feeling 100% or, you know, whatever it is, is I will change my day. Uh, I'll flip things around. So I usually start my day by mm. uh, checking my email and uh, open requests and things like that at work. Nope, I will just dive straight into something. It might be something teeny tiny or it might be something big, depending on, you know, brain. But, you know, I will just change things <laughs> up. I'll have a longer lunch and go for a walk or take a nap. Um, because I've moved my work day to start earlier. Um, so I can be gone for a bit longer at lunchtime, or I might actually have different food or nicer food, um, and drinks, um, or split my day up and have some more breaks and go for a walk or something like that, because it just changes things up enough. And I might start the day by going, okay, right. I'm just going to show up and like perform today. You know, I worked at Disney, uh, every day is a performance. Everybody is a character on stage. Okay, there's on stage and off stage, and you're all on stage if somebody else can see you. Right. Um, and so, you know, it's a performance, right? And so I show up and perform. But you know what they say about performing? Like, it's sometimes by actually performing, you end up being the thing. Okay, mm. so I'm not just performing you make it. whatever this musical is or whatever role it is in my head that I have at the moment as being Rose, the developer podcaster and all of the other things, you know, I'm wearing about 60 different hats. And then I realized that actually I am doing that. And, you know, I've done all right. I've done it. Um, But I will, you know, I will, I will change things up because you know what, maybe adding more chocolate to my day or different chocolate to my day or going out and getting some different, you know, some, some kind of different snack um, will change things up enough that I'll, I'll start actually going, Hey, yeah, I am feeling great now. Like, I'm good to go. Wasn't feeling great earlier, but that's fine. Um, And, uh, you know, I make sure that I do my personal minimums. And this is definitely, um, you know, something 
that we've talked about this before, Scotty, right? Your minimum viable habit um, where, mm-hmm. you know, you just, you do the minimum version of something, the absolute minimal version that you, you need to do to get the thing done. And, you know, like my minimum day has the things in it that I need to do, like any medications that I need to take. Stretching. I, I make sure that when I sit down at my desk in the morning, just before I sit down at my desk, I stretch a little bit, not a huge amount. Um, and then I, I stretch after my stand up in the morning. It's a thing. Uh, that I do, um, you know, whenever I get off the phone, that can, that can vary sometimes, you know, stand up is short, but I might end up talking to other people afterwards. Um, and I do it at lunchtime as well and mid afternoon and at the end of the working day before I start podcasting if I'm podcasting. But I also make sure I eat chocolate. Right. I have chocolate breaks built into my day. Okay, it's not specifically chocolate <laughs> breaks. Technically, it's stretching breaks, but you know what they say, carrot and stick. Sure. Uh, sure. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it can be easier to tempt uh, flies with honey than vinegar. So I, I stretch but I get the chocolate uh, if I do the stretching. And it's not because I put the chocolate on the high shelf, but I make sure that I do those minimums because that can make sure that I don't snowball the effect of not feeling great. Um, But also that, um, you know, I am still looking after myself. And even if I don't get a lot done, then I can say, well, yeah, but I did do the things that I had to do for me. Um, And, you know, sometimes if I'm not feeling great, it like it doesn't matter what the actual problem is. I'll just tell people I have a headache and I'm not feeling good. Because if mm. you let people know that you're not a hundred percent, obviously you'll need to work with people who are nice and supportive for this sort of thing. Um, but if you tell people that you're not a hundred percent, they will often take things off your plate or say, "Hey, like don't worry about this thing." Um, you know, like we we have a couple of extra days on that, so like you know, look after yourself for now and take a bit longer on it if you need to or whatever. Uh, But it also means that they're not going to be doing the same things that they might usually do, which is just popping up in the work chat and going, hey, I've got this kind of problem. Can you help me with this, please? Uh, You know, they might wait until tomorrow or find somebody else who can help them with that. Maybe not like the way that you could help them, but they'll solve the problem a different way, right? Sometimes the the goal is to solve the problem. It doesn't matter which path is taken. And just because you would be instrumental on one path does not mean you have to be on all the paths. Um, and, you know, I will do this like generically and like just, you know, in stand up and just say, hey, yeah, I've got a bit of a headache today, so I'm not feeling great. Or I'll just let people know when they when they pop up and, and talk to me one to one and just like, mm, I'm, I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll do my best to help you, but I'm not firing on all cylinders today. I am not good right now. Um, and, you know, often, um, We'll end up solving the problem anyway, but it'll be a bit quicker and we'll minimize other chit chat that, you know, I maybe can't handle at that time. But by letting other people know, it reduces their expectations of me at that particular point in time, which in turn reduces that internal pressure that I'm putting on myself to perform. Okay. Because some days you are the understudy. You still need to be able to like, you know, do whatever it is that you would do, but you're just taking a step back and letting somebody else be the leading lead star of the day. You're still the lead star of your day. You're just letting somebody else form on the main stage, as it were. Yes, and you and you you catch more roses with chocolate than you do with not chocolate. Okay, I got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other thing that you mentioned in there, <laughs> although in the other way, you mentioned the you mentioned you know you don't want to snowball the bad thing, but you do want to snowball the good thing. We when we talked about the snowball effect, our previous episode. And the importance of that. And sometimes, um, and, and this leans exactly into what you were talking about, you know, in terms of performing and, you know, you, if you perform and, and, and fake it for enough time, you, you become it. 
is 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 starting with a small thing uh and then and getting a little bit of momentum so yeah. when i feel stuck or unproductive what is the one tiny thing that i can do so that i can say hey i did something and get that little momentary dopamine rush of you know clicking the circle to make it a check mark or scratching it off my list or or just knowing that this thing that wasn't done a moment ago is done now um i think that that is a really really good thing because it means okay i'm above zero because sometimes it's very easy for me to feel like i'm i'm unproductive and therefore at zero but it's not i that's a, okay a, a nod to a way 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 back episode of the non zero day mm. if you defeat as soon as i defeat that and and know that i have done a thing even if it was small refilling a stapler erasing a thing from a list whatever okay i've done a thing all right. What's another thing that I can do? Yeah. All right. I've done a couple of little things. Maybe I'm ready to do a little bit of a bigger thing. And I and, and that builds internal momentum for me. And I think that that can be a really great way of kickstarting yes. past um, productivity. The other thing that I really love about what you said was, was being open and honest with where you can about, you know, I'm not feeling super productive today. Um, help me enlist enlisting help with that, you know, in, in, in terms of letting people know, like, look, I may not be at a hundred percent. Another way that you can, you could twist that as well that I've done is to say, I'm not feeling super productive today because I really don't know what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Is there a way of asking that question to a team or of, you know, picking up sometimes urgency is is exactly the thing that I need to propel me into action. So sometimes I'll just sort of sniff around a little bit and see, does one of my team members have a fire going on that yeah. I can just, now I can just throw everything away and that's fine because obviously I have to, obviously I have to focus on this. Of yes. course I do. This is the super important thing that is happening right now. Sometimes going around fire hunting is is great because then I don't have to think about what to do. Because oftentimes that is the biggest, like I said, that's the biggest Im Im impediment to my productivity is thinking about what I have to do. If I don't have to do that and it's just like do because obviously this big burning thing, cool. N now I can just, now I can just do. Yes. And, and I, 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 I found that to be a nice catalyst to get out of the, I'm not feeling productive and into the, you know, look at me. I, 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 I'm the now. I'm the hero of the day because I'm fighting the big fire. When really, the fire is like to me is air cover for not knowing what the heck I was doing. And thank goodness this fire came along because now I can look productive, feel productive, and um, you know, get past whatever was was holding me up. And I mean, obviously, it'll still be there, and I'll have to come back to it. But Sometimes, you know, shifting that problem into background thinking also helps, you know, being distracted yes. by this, this fire situation so that when the fire is over, I can come back to my pile of hmm, uh, that I wasn't being productive about and suddenly perhaps have a whole new lens on what it even was in the first place. So uh, uh, fire hunting and uh, enlisting others, uh, great ways to uh, manage those non-productive times. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Like enlisting others, volunteering to help somebody else with a thing. Uh, that's that's something mm -hmm. uh, that's a trick I use as well. Like, you know, it, it, does anybody need a hand with anything today? I'm 
you know, I'm a little bit of a loose end um, is sometimes just a very good conversation starter. Uh, obviously, have to be careful. Sometimes your boss will go, ooh, well, if you're free, then I've got something special <laughs> for you and you're not in the mood for that <laughs> kind of something special. But, you know, that's life. Um, but the other thing to think about is what expectations are you putting on yourself personally as well? Like not just turning up and performing at work, but what are you performing personally? Like, do you have like this mental map in your head of like what the rest of your day is going to be like after your work day and you're going to do this thing and that thing and the other thing? And, uh, you know, like it's kind of a lot, like an awful lot. And maybe you can shuffle that around. So instead of rewiring your 3D printer, you watch the rest of Star Trek Voyager or something like that. Because, yeah, you need to rewire your 3D printer. That's a thing. It's been on your list for a while. It's a project that you've got to do. But you're just not capable of doing that. Or you were planning on watching the rest of Star Trek Voyager, but your brain is just not there in a way that it will actually process and understand what's going on. And it just kind of becomes background noise. And so, you know, you're not going to appreciate it. So instead, you take the opportunity to go and uh, just check like the the pile of empty boxes that many of us are um, proud owners of because they they previously contained an iPhone or an iPad. So we're keeping them so that when we mm. pass on the iPhone or the iPad or we sell it, that we can have the original box. And you're just going to go and go through like all of those kinds of product boxes and make sure that you've not got any extras and break down things that you don't want anymore and maybe tidy up <laughs> your shed or whatever it is. Um, you know, like sometimes just doing a physical thing that doesn't require your brain, put on some music. Okay, maybe pr usually you prefer to listen to a podcast, maybe this podcast or, or an audiobook or something but you can just put some music on and like clean your kitchen sink or something um or just go take a nap on the sofa or in bed um don't hurt yourself make sure you're looking after yourself especially your neck uh and your back but you know may maybe that's just what you need to do because it's very easy to you know think about the work day and then forget about the rest of it like if you were expecting to cook a five course meal for dinner um and you're not feeling 100%, you can get takeout. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Like reduce yeah. all of the pressures on yourself in all of the areas. Don't just do it in one sphere. All of the spheres uh need to be looked after. That's oh, that's such a good point. I, I have a three-tier system that I go through with with everything that uh, that I probably should have thought of sooner with this topic, right? The first is eliminate. What can I what can I just get rid of? What can I not do? What can I stop worrying about? The second is automate. So for those things that still need to be done, how do I make sure that they happen automatically either through, you know, uh, technology and tools or through automated decision-making by like setting up rules or, or other people. And then the third is optimize. So if I can't eliminate it or automate it, how do I do it in the best way possible? And, uh, you know, to that, I say, um, you can tell how unproductive I'm feeling by how clean my desk is. <laughs> if my desk is spotless, you know that I haven't done a damn thing because I have been busy cleaning my desk all day because that's my move to like try to like background think my way out of whatever it is I'm stuck in. Yes. Uh, if my desk is a mess, you know that I'm on fire and doing great things. So um, despite the fact that my professional pals are probably really, really happy when I am in a messy desk state, um, that's less awesome for my household, uh, my household members, the yes. fam, messy desk. Yes. I mean, uh, that's, life's full of great That's air. the other thing, right? 
take a look at your physical environment when you're not feeling 100%. Is there anything that you can just tweak a little bit? Can you uh, maybe turn on some lights if it's kind of dark today or, um, you know, if it's too bright? Um, and maybe, you know, you're, here's somebody who's prone to migraines and the, the bright light is is not helping with that. And you're, you'll probably be okay because you've taken whatever preventative medication. But you need to look after yourself. Like, can you dim things a bit? Can you put your devices mm. into dark mode? Um, can you... <laughs> this is a fun one. I love Scotty. On macOS, you can change your, your color in system preferences. The highlight color, I believe it's called. Uh, oh, that's, I bet. That, that's Yeah. I mean, obviously I'm purple, right? But, you know, like <laughs> I change it sometimes. I actually go and change it. It's a system preferences uh, general, your highlight color. There's blue, pink, purple, red, orange, yellow, green, graphite, and other. Um, and so, you know, you can just go pick something and make it a bit different. And maybe it is tidying up your desk is exactly what you need to just mm -hmm. kickstart you because actually you're kind of feeling a bit overwhelmed with all of the things coming from all of the places. Um, and maybe you just need to just take some of that out of your physical environment so that you've got more room for it in your mental environment. Yes, they're two technically a... completely disconnected things, but they're not because it's all you. That's true. And and how you respond to your physical environment is going to have a very real effect on, on, on what you put back into it and what work you do. Yeah. Smells is another hidden one in there. Um, like oh, yeah. if you have like an oil diffuser or a nebulizer or a scented candle, something like that, I've found that the right kind of smell uh, can uh, can shake me up pretty good too. Okay. Wow. Uh, we have covered a lot of ground in a little bit of time. And so now I'm excited to go and be productive about life. Um, thanks. <laughs> thanks everybody for hanging with us. Uh, it was really great having you here again. Uh, you can find all of our podcasts, uh, podcast back episodes at nestedfolderspodcast.com and uh, from there you can also contact us uh, we love hearing from everybody you can tweet with us at nested folders and if you are so inclined to support us we sure do love it and appreciate it a great deal nestedfolderspodcast.com slash unnested where you get a bonus episode every month access to our ama and all the other great things but beyond being nested folders we are also two human people who can be found on the internet Rosemary Orchard, where might that be for you? Wait, I'm human? I thought I was mostly chocolate. All right. Well, chocolate and crisps. JavaScript. Okay. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll, I'll go and have an existential crisis elsewhere uh, later. Okay. Uh, but in the meantime, you can still find me at rosemaryorchard.com, which has links to all the things I do online and podcasts, including this one. And of course, you can also find me on Twitter at Rosemary Orchard. What about you, Scotty? Uh, I don't know if JavaScript was the right choice. That might have been reductive. Um, uh, I am uh, found at heyscottyj.com or by the same name, at heyscottyj on Twitter. Uh, thanks again, everybody, for listening. We sure do appreciate it. And uh, Rose, this has been a great discussion. Thank you, as always. And we'll talk to you again soon. Well, thank you. And goodbye. <laughs>